Good day, fellow investors. I often get questions about my research process, and such was this question from Terence, to really show what are the key points of my research and what I focus on. So here is the video about that. I'm going to show one, that numbers don't give an advantage. Everybody's so focused on numbers, but we all have them. So there is not an advantage anymore, like it was the case in the 1950s. Therefore, I also don't use screeners. So it's very nice. It's very easy to get seduced but by all these beautiful screeners, beautiful numbers. But then again, it's more a disadvantage because you're focused on the wrong things. And the key for me is to look for the hidden, for the things that are not seen through the screeners, through the numbers, because the market is myopic and focused on the numbers. So if there is something non-numerical, that's a big advantage for us long-term investors. And we'll quickly discuss Alibaba's current earnings and the stock price action because it's a perfect example of that. Also a tip for all those researchers out there, and it's easy to fall into the trap of finding the best stock out there, out of 140,000 positions. That's not something to do, and you'll see why. And we'll conclude with my research process. And I really think that this video is going to give you a lot of value. So if it does, if you like the perspective, the investment mindset that we have on this channel, smash that like button and consider subscribing. So number one, we all have all the numbers. If you just go, to, for example, this is Morningstar, you can subscribe to any other data provider, and you have everything there. The current numbers, the key ratios, the ratios over the last 10 years, all the numbers here, whatever you want, return on assets, financial health, debt, debt ratio, gearing quick, what ever you want. I think somewhere you can always find 15 years. So everything that you want, the financials, even a chat about the key businesses, and they cover only the big companies. So there is again an advantage because all these analysts don't cover small companies. But in short, we all have the numbers. Thus, there is no advantage there. However, it's of course good to look at the numbers to see what are the numbers now, but don't think you can get an advantage from the numbers. That's the first message of my research process. I'm going to give you another example of the research that I did over the last few years because years is what matters to me. And that's again something that gives me an advantage compared to the market. In 2018, I started this research platform that I run by looking at solar stocks because I felt that solar is in a very positive trend and I might find some opportunities there. Then in 2018, here China said that it will lower the subsidies for solar panels and installations and whatever, and the solar ETF crashed 31%. But the underlying trend was still strong. And there was businesses that use the technology, thus lower solar panel prices would be very positive for them. And of course, just wait a few years, three years, and you see this booming. So that's one part of the process. The market is always focused, okay, less subsidies, stocks will go down, so better sell. But if you look at the long term, 
you have to see those trends and you will not find those trends in the numbers. Also, I am very specialized in the copper sector. Now, the copper prices are high, so I'm not looking there, but I used to look there over the last five years and you might have seen a video. And then again, something that you can find in no screener. So here is my last research. Look at every copper producer and there are many. Some of them have production ahead for five years, some of them have production ahead for 50 years. That's something no screener can show, but is key when it comes to research. So I really think that numbers and screeners are good to know. Of course, we all need to know all the numbers, but it's not an advantage. And another example of why I don't use screeners, I prefer just to go through lists. I go through my list and sooner or later I'll find something. For example, another thing you will not see in screeners or numbers, Axon Nobel just did the research, they say that they will invest a billion into buybacks. A billion on a market cap of 20 billion will likely push the market capitalization up by 5 billion. So 25% growth there for the stock. Of course, other fundamentals matter and you can read my research if you want. But it is about, again, the hidden what others don't see yet. And speaking of what others don't see yet or don't want to see. The market, Wall Street, everything is focused on the customer. You need to extract those fees from the customer and having a stock to buy is the best selling proposition. People get excited, then you get your commission and everybody happy. However, people, the customers, want to see stock prices go up. And if there is weakness or some negative short-term sentiment that Wall Street focuses on, then the stock goes down, banks push it down, underperforming selling ratios and whatever. And everybody's so focused on where the stock price will go that they don't really care about what will happen in five, 10 years. And Alibaba recently came out with earnings yesterday, listen to the conference call and it's a really opposite side of the spectrum. All analysts focus on their models, how are they going to model what Alibaba just said compared to the business and what's the focus of the management and they simply said we are not going to focus on earnings over the next year and likely beyond, we're going to focus on creating a stronger moat in the ecosystem. And then the moat is something that's not numerical for now. Analysts can't assess, so everybody's focused on the earnings miss, not on the 30-40% growth. So that's something very peculiar. And then with years of following something, you start feeling those situations. And then at the end, it is about seeing how the business fits your long-term ownership perspective. Am I going to buy this and hold it forever? Am I happy with that? When your research tells you that yes, then it becomes a buy. And another trap not to fall into is the feeling that you have to find the best stocks. There is about 140,000 different securities that you can screen, for example, on Reuters. So you can screen the whole world. But many fall into the fallacy of thinking, okay, what will be the top 10 stocks 
out of there? How can I find numbers? You're just feeding your ego. And that's a big trap. <laughs> ego is always the biggest trap in life. And I think that I don't know which one will be the best of this 140,000 stocks. I know that I can follow a universe of 200 stocks, businesses. Out of those 200, I can find five over a year free that are good fits to my portfolio. And that's the advantage and that's the value I can give. Peter Lynch in his book One Up on Wall Street says that every amateur investor with dedicating one hour per month can follow from 12 to 20 businesses he knows well and that's all you need to reach a good return. What I do, I do this professionally so I follow more than that and you can check all, all of that on my research platform. Here is the video review. Also the link of the video will be in the description below. So the price is going up by the end of the month. There is a 28 day money back guarantee. Check it, see if it gives value. So you don't follow 10 businesses but by more than 100 and I do the work and you get an email. This is the summary. So if you feel that will add value to you, check the research platform. But speaking of how many stocks you can follow, I just want to focus on what I can find and find businesses that will give me a good return. Not compete in the environment. I just want something that's good for me. And when you understand what's good for you, what kind of business will lead to your financial goals, then everything is also easier from the research perspective. So on my research process, I think I can add value because if you think of the competition, the analysts and everyone is so focused on the short term, if I start focusing on the long term and I have the patience to let these trends evolve, then I can take advantage of these markets. Of course, you sell when it's too exuberant, now it starts to get again interesting but if you follow these cycles and I try to follow it I think I follow about 10 sectors and I constantly add and look for these new interesting perspectives I just need a few per year and then I have done a great job so that's the first advantage long-term perspective versus myopic perspective another advantage I think when it comes to research you pick some sectors where you will become the specialist in and then you have the patience over time to just wait for those sectors to come to you the market is never a guide the market has to be our servant as Benjamin Graham put it perfectly so don't be guided by the markets be served by the markets and then you study all the reports you can find you look at the trends you look where you can be wrong if you enjoy reading that's what we researchers do you put into models read the annual reports when the management says something like we are going to focus to repay debt for the next two years and then we're going to start paying a dividend again something no screener can see but when the dividend starts coming the market will notice the short-term increases in the dividend exuberance and then the stock price might go higher that's how it works and as you start reading the sector you start having a feeling for it and that's what i've been doing for the last 20 years and it's worked ever since so i think it will keep on working for the next 20 years